0: Hey, beautiful, welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown, and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Happy Tuesday, Pineapple Principle listeners. We are so excited that you are with us today and we just count it a blessing and an honor. I have my friend Laura from Light Speaks Lattice and we have been talking about advent um the last two weeks last week we um we talked about peace and the week before we talked about hope and this week we want to bring um advent and this week and talk about joy um you know enjoy I can't help it I think I talked about this last year on the podcast but like I always think of joy from the inside out the Pixar movie like yes I'm so happy like joy I just you know see joy running around like with her bright blue hair and uh, her yellow dress, and she's all bright and happy, and um, but you know, it's um, it's it's easy to have joy this time of year because we're all excited. Like it's the holidays, Christmas is coming. We're gonna get gifts and um, eat yummy food and. Just be around people that we love. And so it's always easy to have joy this time of the year Um, for most people. Now, when you become older and an adult, it might be a little stressful um, because, you know, buying gifts and preparing for that. But as teen girls, I remember I was always excited. I couldn't wait to decorate the Christmas tree and, you know, get together with family and just. Um, be out of school for a couple weeks. And, um, which like this year, my, my granddaughters are only six, but they have a three week break. I'm like, that's lovely. I know a three. I was like, what y'all have three weeks out. That's awesome. But so it's easy. So easy to have joy around this time of the year, but what about the rest of the year? Yes. So yes. Tell me, um how do you keep joy in your life laura
1: Mm, i think that's a great question because i remember growing up and i i'd always said christmas was my favorite holiday and it's not as for me it wasn't as much about the gifts it wasn't as much about the celebration but just the feeling that everybody was kind of in a in a better mood (laughs) Mm -hmm. like wherever you go people are looking out for each other they're um thinking of of being kind and like treating each other with a little more grace and so i think when i think about having joy year-round i think about okay how can i kind of embody that spirit like that excitedness that comes with christmas and the recognition of um that joy that comes with knowing that jesus has come and also he's coming back for us and um just like that's what Advent's about, right? Looking back and looking ahead, and yes. being able to have joy in that process. I am not always the best, um, the best arbiter of joy when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> but um, is there- one thing that, as always, like I, I like thinking about those little joys here and there too. And one thing for me um, is just being able to like play with my dog and be greeted by my dog. Like I'm a huge dog lover and. Like the fact that every time my dog sees me, like he always has joy and excitement and is like wagging his tail and like, I can't believe you came back for me. I love you so much. And even just that feeling of like, huh, maybe I could like kind of take on that dog attitude sometimes when I'm not in a good mood or just be able to be grateful for kind of where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, got your tail wagging, huh? Try to, try to wag your tail more often. <laughs> yeah. And, it is, and it's hard. And we have gone through some really hard times the last couple of years we've had a yes. worldwide pandemic and, um, um, that la that has lasted for, you know, it's, it's backed off a lot this year, but it's still, and then all the different, um, you know, we've went through some big elections and that's caused a lot of um, drama in our world. And we, yeah. still, it's sad to say in 2022, we have racial tension and um, hate crimes out there. And like, people are not accepting of other people. So sometimes it it, it is, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find um, joy in a crazy, crazy world. But I think, um, like you said, Advent's about what happened and what's going to happen. And I think knowing that this baby Jesus came and um, God gave his son to die on a cross for us and he's coming back for us. And then we're going to live and be in a place that is always peaceful, always um, full of joy and love. And there's no hurt or no sorrow. That is something to look forward to. And I, and I think we don't talk about that enough anymore of, of what's to come of what, you know, we talk about being happy and having joy in the here and now, but like, there's a time that's coming that, um, it's, there's, it's always going to be joyful and because he's coming back to get us. And that's what Advent's all about is his second return and his, him coming back. And that just makes me put a, like a big smile on my face right now. You can see the big smile on my face, but no one else can, but like that, um, And I think even as a child, people always talk about the book of Revelation being scary. And, but like, even as a young girl, that always excited me knowing that Jesus was coming back for me, that I was going to get to be with him all the time. This person who laid down his life for me is coming back to get me and to take me out of all this craziness. And that gives me joy. And, but staying in that joy in this world Mm -hmm. is sometimes hard. It really is. And I think we have to remember that, um, like we were talking about the uh, prologue to your Christian walk is the scripture that says um, in this world, you will have trouble, but I have um, come to, I overcame it. Jesus says, I overcame this trouble so that you um, can overcome it through me. And I think that's what we have to remember is we have to rely on him to um, have that joy and to always keep him in our hearts. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I think you you raise a great point that we're going to go through hard times. You know, we're not always as believers, as humans, no matter what, we're not always going to be happy but how can we have that deep seated joy or kind of like if you think about it this way, happiness is maybe what's on the surface and joy is kind of what's behind the scenes. So thinking about, you may not always be happy, but if you can have joy in your heart, in your, even how we had talked about the past couple of weeks, hope and peace and joy, they go hand in hand. How can you hold those things behind the scenes even when maybe you don't feel happy you can still hold on to joy.
0: Yeah, and I think um you know, I my life verse is um Romans 5 uh 2 through 5 that says and it's kind of lengthy so y'all bear with me. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice. Which rejoicing means having joy in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that by We also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that afflictions produce endurance. Endurance produces character and proven character produces hope. And this hope will not disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy spirit who has given it to us. And that's the, that's in my CSB, um, uh, Bible study Bible. But like, I also love ESV. It talks about, um, uh, producing character and character produces, uh, hope, um, and hope does not put us to shame, um, because God's love is poured into our hearts. Um, and I, um, because the CSB says disappoint us, but, uh, ESV talks about uses the word shame. And I think that sometimes we don't have joy because we are shameful of the things that we have done and the things that we go through, but knowing that we have grace and God has forgiven us, um, and he will forgive us for when we do mess up and that we don't have to be perfect. Then it's easy to have that joy because we know he's going to love us no matter what. And I mean, we mess up and we have to ask for forgiveness and, um, thank God for grace. But that that in me gives me um, hope and gives me makes me rejoice, makes me happy because I know even though I'm going to go through hard times, things are still um, I can still have joy because I'm building character. I'm making myself um, a stronger person by knowing that even I'm going through these hard things and if I mess them up, he's still going to love me and he's going to forgive me even if I don't do it the right way. So it's easy for me to have joy.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's a good perspective to have. And just keep in mind that He already already loves us so much. He's not going to love us any more or any less, depending on what we do or what we don't do or the sin that we're working through. And even just being able to hold on to that gives you joy because then you know that you're loved and belong and accepted by Christ. man.
0: Yep. yeah, And I mean, even in the Christmas story in Luke, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Um, oh,
1: amen. You know, great joy
0: for all the people. Like there is mm-hmm. joy for everyone because of the Messiah coming.
1: Wow. Yeah. And it really makes you think like this time of year, right, with with Christmas, with joy, with um, being like as us as Christians being bringers of the good news, bringers of joy. Um, and it just makes me think that how how can we even like rebel in that? How can we enjoy that and enjoy our role in that? And it could be as simple as, you know, playing Christmas music when you're in the car with your friends or being able to um, you know, when someone talks about Christmas and a lot of times when you get back from break, right, it'll be the question of like, oh, what did you get? What did you get? But maybe asking instead, like, what did you give? Um, you know, what What were you excited to share with a family member or friend or something else because it, it produced joy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're kind of in uh, already into the Advent season and you can catch up on this, but I love to buy my, one of the things that I've done as a tradition for my grandkids is I buy them Advent calendars so they can count down to Christmas. And my, my kids um, will also talk to them all month long about, you know, like I've given them like little booklets and little scriptures so they could read and do like scripture all the the whole Advent season while they're opening up these little toys. Um, you know, and you can, I saw a thing that said have a reverse Advent that every day for the 25 days to like have a box and put like, um, like canned food in it or things that like homeless people would need like socks and um, blankets and things like that. And then after the 25 days after you have that, then, go give that to someone, you know, um, go you, and somebody's like, Oh, I can't go out on Christmas day. You can, sh- you can go out on Christmas day. Cause there is going to be homeless people out on the street, or you can drop it yeah. off at a homeless shelter or your neighbor. If you know, your neighbor's been struggling with something or one of your friends, even little like gifts from the dollar tree, like of like, lip gloss or nail polish or things. And just to make your friend feel better, like give her 25 mm-hmm. little gifts on Christmas. Um, it, 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 just do the reverse, be, be kind, like do the reverse advent and just give to someone else like one year. Um, before we had grandbabies and my kids were all grown, we went on Christmas day and we cooked dinner at the Ronald McDonald house for the families that had sick children. Um, On Christmas day. And I, you know, I know my kids are good kids, but I was like, Oh, how do you guys feel about like, there's no one to cook dinner for these families on Christmas day? Like, how do you feel about that? And my kids like jumped on it. They loved it. We had the best time. And, and then we, um, we got up, we had breakfast, Christmas breakfast. We went and we cooked for them. And then our Christmas tradition is we always go to the movies on Christmas day. We've been doing that since they were little. And we, you know, we went to the movies afterwards, but my kids still talk about that. Like, and we can't wait till my grandkids get a little bit bigger. So we can start doing that again. It's hard to cook for people. Like when you have toddlers running around, yeah. Uh, uh, a couple of years ago, one of the young girls from our church and my daughter-in-law, we went out like just right before Christmas on a Saturday and baked some treats and did that for the families at the Ronald McDonald house. But like, it was so nice. And like, we can't wait till the kids are bigger and we can take them to the Ronald McDonald house on Christmas and cook Christmas dinner for other people. Like it, that gave us joy to do that for somebody else in this season. So,
1: yeah, that's so, such a good point. And it just made me think about um, when Paul is quoting Jesus in acts and he says it's more blessed to give than received Mm -hmm. or sorry, it's more blessed to give than receive. I'm going to, I'm going to say that part over again. Yeah. And it makes me think about how in acts when Paul is quoting Jesus and he says, it's more blessed to give than receive.
0: Amen. Amen. And I think it makes us feel, um, it makes us feel happy inside. It gives us joy to see, um, others like smile and know that we did something for someone. If we could just have that giving spirit all year long, though, that's kind of what makes me sad is that, you know, you hear about people like, Oh, I want to pay for the Starbucks behind me or, but like, Like if we made a conscious effort to make, to put a smile on someone's face, like every day, even if you just see a stranger and say, oh, I like your shirt or your lip gloss is fabulous, or, you know, your hair looks really good today. um, Just sharing that joy that we have inside and loving on other people with our kind words, I think would bring even way more joy into the world that um, we, we truly need. We truly, truly need
1: yeah you're right and i it's funny to think about how some of those things come up and sometimes we feel like oh i don't want to say something i don't want to be like awkward or i don't want to um like be out of place kind of thing but i had a woman the other day who um i was standing in an aisle at walmart and she just looked over and complimented my purse and we had this nice long conversation about how i got a goodwill and about thrift shopping and then it kind of evolved into like different um different life topics that I, you know, wouldn't have guessed, and just being able to say, wow, like, God, she actually brought me joy by saying something to me, and we were able to have a meaningful conversation that I'm, you know, still thinking about a couple weeks later, and um, just thinking about those little acts of kindness, like you were saying, and kind of how we can bring people to joy, just, or bring joy to people, not just in the holidays, but beyond that, too. And I'm curious, this is something I've been thinking about, Sherry, what do you think about how can we be joyful when God doesn't do what we expect? Mm. Mm. You know, when we go through something or we see something happen and it's not what we were wanting or it's not what we were anticipating, how do we still have joy in the midst of that?
0: And, you know, I think um, the scripture that comes to my mind and I can't quote it perfectly is, but you know, that he turns our ashes into beauty. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we have to know as we are walking through this Christian life, that it's, um, it's not always our plans. I was talking about that just recently that, you know, I had these plans when I was 19 and then this happened. And then I had another five-year plan and this happened. And I was like, I was like, God, why are you not liking my plans? But you know, what he had for me was so much better and brought me so much more joy and life and happiness than what my plans were. Wow. Um, And so I think we just have to know that, you know, he is a good God and he does good things and it may not always um, align up with what we're thinking um or what we want um but he does know what's best for us because he can he can see down the road five years 10 years 15 years how things are gonna um affect us and um so I think it's it's it, we can be sad that sometimes things don't work out. Um, and I think it's okay to, to be sad and to limit on those things that they didn't work out how you wanted or something bad happened, a loss of a friend, or, um, you didn't get into the college you wanted, or, um, a boy broke your heart. Um, I've, you know, I've been through a lot of those things and, um, but in the end, um, I'm with the right person. I have better friends and, um, it, my life is good in my, my, in my life. I have joy, um, because of the things that God has blessed me with That I didn't even see coming like this ministry. I, I did not, right. <laughs> um, but doing these podcasts and doing this ministry and the work that I get to do for him and encouraging young ladies, um, I love it. It brings, it brings me joy. It brings me so much joy, um, and it, it's just, and I think that would be my advice to anyone is, you know, it, it may not have turned out how you want, but he's going to take that, that's making you sad and he's going to turn it into something very beautiful and something way better than you could possibly ever imagine. Like, wow.
1: He is, yes.
0: He's, he's so much, uh, basically he's so much smarter than us. It's like, <laughs> you're a teenager, and you think your parents are the dumbest ones around and your parents know nothing god is smart y'all like he knows knows what he's doing he's a good good father and he knows what's best for us he does he knows
1: what's best, right and i mean this time of year right thinking about things that were unexpected i like to think about mary when jesus's mother when she found out that she was pregnant and um or would become pregnant by the holy spirit and then she goes and visits her cousin elizabeth and you know this is a um a song of praise and the Magnificat it's called, and this is from Luke chapter 1 for y'all who are are following along with the Christmas story, and um, I love seeing how she rejoices there because I think, wow, if I were in her position, like, God would have to give me a lot of grace to make me... um, thankful for that tough situation that i'm going through right like we think about mary as someone who was engaged to be married she um you know we what we know of her she wasn't very wealthy she um, had kind of come into this situation getting ready to be married and found out hey by the way actually you're gonna um be the father i mean you're gonna <laughs> the mother the mother of jesus and You know the holy spirit will be the father and people are not really going to be accepting of that but yet we see in luke and that she's still praising god she's rejoicing right like how we talked about she's rejoicing in this fact that like i get to bear the son of god (laughs) and you know she she knew it wasn't going to be easy i i'm sure at that point she had to have known like this is not going to be easy people are going to judge me i am going to not necessarily live this life the way I expected, but yet she's still rejoicing in that. You know, in um, Luke 1, 46, and I'll keep reading from here, it says, And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. And she continues on in just this praise and excitement and rejoicing in a tough time.
0: Yeah. I love that. I I love that. Cause I love where she says, because the mighty one has done great things for me and his name is holy. You know, she's, she's about to be a teenage mom and in an arranged marriage and she is still praising God and saying he is the great one. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that little, um, um, uh, prayer. That yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, yeah. 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 It just makes me grateful for her example, too, because, you know, when I look at that, I'm like, I don't know if I would be so quick to praise God, but she is. And it's a good reminder that we can praise and rejoice in both the highs in our life, the lows in our life and everywhere in between.
0: Yeah. And she was a teenager, just like you all that are listening today when she broke that. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely put that in the show notes so you guys can go and read that the whole thing for yourself. Cause it's amazing and stew on it a little bit. Um, but I want to leave us with just, uh, just praying over you guys today that, um, the joy filled giver of life who we, um, are anticipating his second coming that just that, that fills us with joy, that we are just full of, overflowing joy and that our excitement and our um, anticipation will just be um, a light to the world that you are always near us because you were the baby that came and that you are coming as our um, as our christ and as our savior and you're coming again and we just pray over you that you have peace um, and hope and especially joy all year long We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mention. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.